Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us at Life Family Church Podcast. We exist to reach, disciple, and empower people to live in the fullness of God. If you're new to our church or want to learn more about us and what we believe, you can check us out online by simply going to lifefamilychurch.net. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Open your Bibles, if you would, please, to the book of Second Chronicles 2020. We want to encourage you to get the, the podcast, especially on last week and on this week, because it will set precedence for this year in your life. And um, one of the things that we do do around here is that we stay consistent. Amen. Because usually around the first of the year, a lot of people make New Year's resolutions. So, but around here, we make New Year's revolutions. Praise God. Amen. And so and usually what happens is in the first 90 days, mm-hmm. people are committed, and then life hits kind of thing, and then they begin to wane and wane on what they said. So we want to encourage you, don't wane this year. Amen. Stay with it. Be steadfast. Headstrong. Resolute in your revolutions. Amen? Amen. All right. Second Chronicles 20 and verse 20 says this. And they arose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa, And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so you shall be established. Believe his prophets, so you shall prosper. How many would like to prosper this year in 2019? Okay. So one of the things that Pastor Marie and I do is in the month of January, before we hit January 1, we begin to do research and begin to hear and listen to genuine prophets of God. Not prophet liars, not want to be a prophet, not parking lot prophets. We want to hear what God has to say. Because right here, he doesn't do anything unless he first speaks through his prophets. It still happens today. It is still a New Testament principle. There are New Testament prophets, New Testament apostles, New Testament evangelists, New Testament pastors, and New Testament teachers. And God operates in that prophecy genuine prophecy today so what we do is from the ones that we know that are good marriages good ministries been in the ministry a long time have been used in the area of prophecy we'll get those excerpts and these individuals whether male or female doesn't really matter because there's no male and female in God's eyes whatever they're saying and we find a theme within whatever they're saying and if they're starting to say the same things then we know two things need to take place Once when the words of the Lord go forth out of the mouth of a prophet, and secondly, you have to grab a hold of it and believe it for you. Because it's not just automatic. Hello, come on somebody. It's not automatic. And, you know, I don't like personally getting a whole lot of prophecies, and the reason why I don't is because when a prophecy comes forth, I know that I got to batten down the hatches. Hello. I got to make sure because opposition is going to come because the Bible says that when the word of the Lord goes forth, immediately Satan comes. Isn't that right? To steal it yes. out of the hearts of God's people. Yes. Isn't that true? So you got to grab a hold of it. Okay. So Kenneth Copeland, how many of you familiar with Kenneth Copeland? All right. Brother Copeland prophesied this. What about 2019? Yes, there will be conflicts, wars, rumors of wars, and testings and trials, but it will not come nigh your household. The United States has come under God's protection, and he's watching over it. Because God's people have prayed, he has heard our prayers. This is the time that we've been praying about, the days that we've been coming into the since, since the early 80s. An outpouring of the Spirit of God greater than ever seen. Signs, wonders, miracles, magnificent operations of the Holy Spirit. Great revival taking place in the islands of the world and other countries. God is moving by His Spirit, and we are a major part of it. Be expectant in your heart to have something not just happen to you, but through you, around you, and because of you. I've been, I've been waiting on you, says the Lord. The house of this nation is finally coming in order. The people, not talking about the government or politicians, rejoice and give God praise. You are only seeing locally. God sees the whole earth. Much is happening that we have no idea about. Give praise, give honor where honor is due. Continue to say, all is well, the kingdom of God, in, and in the household of faith. 
The end is so close. Jesus is coming soon. It's sooner than you think. And the one that thinks sooner than most is sooner than what they think. I'm coming soon. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 9 says this. 1 Corinthians 16, 9. If you open your Bibles, please, the 1 Corinthians 16, 9. I do want to encourage each and every one of you. Do not be weary in well-doing. For in due season you will reap if you don't quit. And some of you have been weary and weary and wearying and wearying. So don't be weary in well-doing. God is moving on your behalf. In 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 9, it says this. For the great door and effectual is open unto me, and there are many adversaries. So no matter what happens, God opens the door for blessing. Um, wide open doors in many areas. High level of revelation to those who are positioning themselves. So what do you, how do you position yourself? Well, this is what you do. God is not asking you to be a religious person. What is religion? Religion's man, man's vain attempt to reach God through works. But he's asking you to maintain a relationship with him. So what does that mean? That means you pray every day. You read your Bible every day. You press in every day. See, when we, we get this connotation where we got to go and gotta, I got to pray a whole hour in, in, the, in tongues before God will ever move in my life. Well, I got to go and read five chapters of the Bible. No, 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 no. If you just open your Bible and you read a few verses, and if you just talk to the Lord throughout the day, take your Bible to, to work. At lunchtime, read it. Keep it in your car. Keep it where you're at. Look for opportunities. God's looking for a relationship. He's not looking for religion. Come on, hello somebody. Sometimes we think that we have to do something to be pleasing to God, but God's done it all for us through Jesus Christ at the cross. What does that mean? We just follow the manual. Emmanuel. Just follow Emmanuel. Just follow the, man, just follow the manual. The instructions that you follow determine the outcome of your life. Listen, the world is going to get worse and worse and worse. Nobody needs to prophesy that. Jesus prophesied it. There are going to be wars, rumors of wars, pestilence, earthquakes. These things will increase in the last days. But to couple that, watch this, God's grace goes even deeper than what evil is. Because when evil abounds, God's grace abounds even more. What is God's grace? God's ability on your inability to overcome. Because we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the words of his testimony. What is the testimony of Jesus? I overcame the world. If I can overcome the world, you can overcome. Amen. Amen. Not only that, in 2019, the areas of your weaknesses in which you fall short in, God will strengthen you in those weaknesses. He always provides a way of escape. You know when the enemy comes and attacks you. He'll attack you in your weaknesses. Think most of the time, things you've been delivered out of. Can you say amen? Well, this year, your strength, come on now. Why is that? Because there'll be an increase of the joy of the Lord. Do we, do we do believe in the joy of the Lord around here? Can you say amen? We also believe in the manifestation of joy. Can you say amen? Okay. If we need more strength, then we're going to need more joy, right? So that's the reason he said joy was going to increase. And, and around here, we thought, well, geez, how much more can we have joy? That means there's more to do, and you're going to need that strength. But it's, it's really important, as we discuss the word of the Lord, that we understand fully the position. There's a figurative position, which would mean in your mind and heart. And then there's a literal position that you need to take with your body. So uh, if uh, things are going to accelerate, and they have, picture whitewater rafting. Anybody ever seen on TV, maybe you have an experience, but you've seen whitewater rafting. So um, if you're not in the boat, are you able to go with the group? Okay, so the first position that you need to take is not the one at the bank standing this year. It's the one in the boat. And so when Pastor just said, reference, don't be weary, the Lord wanted to affirm that to you. If you felt weary last year, that's fine. You're over it. It's a new year. You mm -hmm. don't need to feel weary because when things go really fast, if you've ever been whitewater rafting, there's a point where you can pick up your paddle. 
You, you don't need a paddle because wherever you're going, you're going whether you like it or not. Doesn't matter how hard or how fast you paddle in any direction, even forward, it's not going to help. And so one of the things you need to be sure that you are in the, in the right place. And so there is a position. There are many things that the Lord has told his body as a whole that you needed to stop doing and start doing last year. Things that you needed to be a part of instead of just saying, oh, I'm working on it, I'm trying. Uh, churches that people needed to be in and others they needed to be out of. Relationships you needed to leave behind and new relationships God wanted to choose for you. You can't work on that this year. Like this week, just say, yes, sir. Uh, the position you're taking figuratively is a, of obedience, is of an instant obedience, because these things are only coming to those. Notice the offering message that pastor had about Elijah. The first instruction to Elijah was get up and go somewhere. And he said, he said, get up, walk, go from and out of where you were to the brook. If Elijah hadn't showed up at the brook, would he have been provided for? Provision is guaranteed at your place of assignment this year. But if you're not at the place, and not just the obedient part, but then your heart figuratively willing. Like, whatever I didn't like last year that I was doing that God told me to do, he didn't tell me I didn't have to do it this year. He basically said, you're obedient, but you're not willing. That's why you didn't eat the good of the land last year. Doesn't mean that God's going to change my assignment. Oh, let me do something more fun, or, or let me be one of those people that says, well, I just don't feel led to continue with that. Yeah, I feel, you know, I feel led to get the let out of my britches, maybe, <laughs> and just say, you know what? I wasn't willing. How fast, how quick can you be willing? Instantly. I wasn't willing. I choose to be willing. I didn't like that. I say I like it now. And so we can accelerate uh, getting in the, into position so that we can receive from this month, not working on it in March and April and May. That's where the weariness comes in, that when you feel like you're huffing and puffing to catch up with a group. Have you ever been in aerobics class and they're going to the right, you're still going to the left, and you're tripping over your thing, and you're just like, oh, I just can't, this is just too hard, I can't keep up. You know, you're on the ground, and you're like, where's the vocabulary list? Nobody told me what a grapevine was. And so um, you're going to feel that simply because you weren't in the position from the start. So if you start feeling, I'm not catching up, this is just not for me, that's the press that will press you out of. Don't yield to that this year. It's really important that you just get, get pressed on in. What do you need? to do interdependence the body ministry is not people called the ministry leaving a body going out on their own you will not be called a ministry that is independent of a local church body because you're going to need the right hand and the left hand I'm struggling grab my arms and carry me trust me I'll carry you to the boat yeah and get you in the boat so that's the body ministry it means everybody together not people go I'm called I'm going to go out here yeah we'll see you in 20 years no we won't see you at all because you'll get picked off so you're going to need each other. Reach out, stay in the right place that God's placed you in the right relationships and learn how to reach. Reaching is opening your mouth and saying, I need help. Mm -hmm. One of the things that Jerry Savelle, how many are familiar with Jerry Savelle? Jerry, Jerry Savelle said this in 2019, tell my people marvels, creates a sense of all reverence and captivation. Only God can do this. Wonders, extraordinary manifestations of God. So when he talks like this, he's talking about mm -hmm. using you, yes. doing things through you. Amen. We are to go and make disciples. Freely we have received, freely we should give. And so what's happened is this. It's, 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 I think our mentality, our thinking is almost like, well, if Jesus is going to do it, then Jesus does it. Instead of thinking, Jesus already done it, I need to go and do what he said to do. Yeah. So what do you have to lose? See somebody in a wheelchair, ask them, can I pray for you? So that means you're going to have to get outside the four walls of your comfortable box. Come on, hello, somebody. Listen, come to jujitsu class. We'll get up in your grill. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Because in jujitsu, it's a grappling technique. You are up in somebody's grill. And believe me, when you first start doing jujitsu, you are uncomfortable because you got somebody that's sticking on you like glue. You're like, get off of me. Get off of me. Get off of me. Come on. So you're going to have to step outside your comfort box. Listen, the world doesn't mind cursing your Jesus that you love. Come on now. Yeah. Ever been on an elevator and, and everybody sucks the air out of the elevator because nobody knows one another because you're in a five-by-five five box and you can't wait to get to the floor you're going to? And some people panic so much that they actually step off on the wrong floor? Come on, hello, somebody. 
See, God's going to put some boldness in you. The Bible yes. says this, the righteous are as bold as a lion. So if the world is bold enough to curse your Jesus, we should be bold enough to praise our Jesus. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? So that means you're going to have to get outside your comfort box if you're going to be used by God. Listen, there's nothing like laying hands on somebody that has a tumor and the tumor yes. disappears underneath your hand. There's nothing like sticking your finger in, in a deaf ear and saying, in the name of Jesus, open up, and the ear opens up. There's nothing like a young man, 21, 20 years old, born crippled, gets out of a wheelchair and walks across a platform in front of 12,000 people. That's the most amazing thing to me. Yeah. It's an amazing thing to see somebody who's been bound by drugs, alcohol, and bound by demons and see them set free. That is an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing to give a gospel message and over 4,000 people give their hearts to Jesus for the first time. That is an amazing thing. Yes. So this year, God wants to use you in the area of your influence. Because you are the light of the world. You are the soul of the earth. You do have the words of yes. life to a hurting and dying humanity. It doesn't matter about your personality, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, whether you're an S, whether you're an A, B, C, D, E, F, G. It doesn't really matter. Oh, I'm just, I'm just, not, I'm just not extroverted. Those, those, that's Pastor Jack. He's an extrovert. This, I'm not, like, I'm not like them. No, you're not. And I'm like you, and we're not like anybody. God created you uniquely. Right. Amen. And he created you for a season and a time such as we're living right now. Amen. If the prophets of old said that they long for the days that we're living in, Come on now. And they did great signs and wonders and miracles, calling fire down from heaven, walking across waters, I mean, all kinds of stuff, making axe heads float in water. Come on now. Amen. How much more should we, the body of Christ? Amen. So get ready what God is going to do and is doing and has begun to do in 2019. Amen. Go ahead and read about Hank Kuhneman. Yeah, what one he of said. the things that Brother Copeland mm -hmm. uh, said is uh, the Lord said, I've been waiting on you. But he said it a little bit stronger than that. He said, no, 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 a thousand times no. You're not waiting on me. I'm waiting on you. <laughs> That's exactly how the Lord said it. So uh, we kind of need to, to, again, exchange our thought in this one area for the way God thinks. So let's have a renewed mind. The body has thought, we'll help the pastor. And we'll help the missionary, and we'll help the evangelist. We'll go, and we'll tithe, and we'll start, and we'll help the fivefold office do their job. <laughs> Why well, teach the ministry offices class? That is not what the Bible says. The Bible actually says the fivefold offices are here to help you, to equip you for the work of the ministry. So the the we that God's been waiting on is is all of us. So that's body ministry. And what struck me in the video is when uh, Cindy, that's Cindy Brennan's voice telling about the, the wheelchair story because that was her team. And she said they were down there on the field. Remember she was saying, we were praying and I said, out of my spirit, walk in the name of Jesus. And there was a certain amount of force and belief and power behind her words. But the next moment when she said, I heard, she had her ear tuned into spiritual authority and was listening. On the platform, pastor said, in the name of Jesus, walk. She immediately said when she heard that, did you notice the strength of her command after that? Did you hear what he said? Walk. So when, when the fivefold ministry is behind you, the body, it does lend itself a force. Force is accompanied by two components, speed and power. So when you're listening this year in your position, when you're positioned properly and spiritual authority says you can do this, there will be a force and a speed behind you. If you say yes and then you act, then the job gets done. It's just that little boost. That's why you don't need to be weary. But you have to be in the right position. She one hand out serving and one hand will still back, listening to the ins next instruction of the Father. Because mm -hmm. if one could put a 1,000 to flight, two could put 10,000 10, to flight. And Matthew 18, right. 19, if two of you shall agree touching anything on the earth that they shall ask, it shall be done. That so wouldn't I've, have gotten done if everybody hadn't done their exact part at the right moment. You see, that's a picture of body ministry, not just one person, not just the pastor, not just the angel, everybody working together, faith together, right place, right time, makes Kiros moments in time. Would that man mm -hmm. have received a miracle, gotten out of a wheelchair if that team hadn't been there doing it? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. 
It's important that you're at the right time, at the right, right place, place, with, with the, the right, right people, people in the right season in your life. It's yeah. very, very important. It matters. It's very important because I think there's been such great division in the body of Christ. Yes. And if Jesus is going to make the crooked path straight, there will be a dividing line on who will serve the Lord and who will not serve the Lord. Yeah. It's just going to be. He, listen, he talked about, there was a talk, he talked in the, in the book of Matthew about a gardener, about pulling the tares out with the wheat. And Jesus said, no, don't do it. He said, let them grow together. There'll be a season where the tares and the wheat will be separated. Did, did he not say that? Yes, yeah, he did. So make sure you're at the right time, at the right place, in the right season, with the right people in your life. It's imperative that all of us, I said all of us, are there. Can you say amen? So a few other things that were said, that this would be a year of divine surprises, God's agenda. So I noticed that about 50% of the content this year was about the Lord's soon return. Now, I looked back in 2018, 2017, 2016, 15, and 14, and found no rhetoric to the mention of the soon coming of the Lord out of the ordinary. It certainly wasn't uh, ensconced in any of the New Year's prophecies. Yeah, in other words, like this, we know that the Lord is coming, okay? Yeah. We knew, we've known that for 2,000 years, okay? And even through, <laughs> even through the revivals in the past right. and things like that, everybody's yeah. saying the Lord. But what is 2,000 years? If a day is like 1,000 years yeah. and 1,000 years like a day to the Lord, come on, hello, somebody, yeah. right? So really, what is 2,000 years? To us, it yeah. seems like forever. But, yeah. but to the Lord? It's two days. Come on, two days, yeah. all right? So, um, that, that this year, that's why this is so notable, that the Lord thought it was important to remind us very strongly about where we were in time. So as we're working towards uh, the manifestations of all the wonderful things that are going to happen, I think the Lord was clarifying our purpose. They are for our blessing, but they were not exclusively for our blessing. This year, he spoke much of things flowing through us and things happening because we were somewhere we needed to be, that somebody like that gentleman received a miracle because somebody bothered to uh, get out of their comfort zone, leave Starbucks and, and go to a foreign field for nine days, which is not fun or comfortable. That's, those aren't two words that'll ever go with missions, fun and comfortable. Um, and so that, those things uh, are very profound. So one thing that uh, Hank Kuhneman noted was the passing of uh, President George Bush Sr. on November 30th, along with a 7.0 earthquake, because he had prophesied in, uh, on October uh, 14th in 2015 that exact thing, but he did not understand what it mean. And he pulled it up, and it was on the screen. And so they had archived it. It said that when a, a former president is laid to rest, uh, the soil will be shaken. And he's like, okay, you know, sometimes you have to, uh, you prophesy in part. And so lots of prophecies are now, but they're also in fruition. But we, he believed that and they kept those things. They just weren't sure of the complete meaning. Well, on November 30th of 2018, uh, George Bush Sr. was laid to rest and there was a 7.0 earthquake in Alaska the same day. And the Lord had said it would be an end of an era. And USA Today quoted the article. So an, when an end President of an era. Bush Sr. went home to, to the wherever 41st he went, president. don't know where he went. But wherever he, went, wherever he went, there was an earthquake, 7.0 in Alaska, on the same day. And no one died. So that was, again, when a former president would die, the soul would be shaken. But 40 marks the end of judgment and, ge and a generation and testing. Jesus spent 40 days in the wilderness, right? So 41 marks the beginning of a new era. And so that was why he was saying the, 40, the, flood. the 41st president. And so when Jesus walked into the temple on day 41... It says the power of the Lord was present. In other words, the power of the Lord has gone in front of you everywhere you need to be this year. Mm -hmm. It will meet you when you arrive. It's Je not mm -hmm. absent just because you don't show up. Mm -hmm. It's Je present. Jesus, Jesus fasted 40 days. Moses fasted 40 days twice. Twice in a row. So he, George, George Sr. was the 41st president. Okay, so God did write a book of numbers. Hello, yeah, somebody. Praise God. Amen. All right. So sometimes it's like this. We may not know the day or the hour, but it doesn't mean that we cannot know the season, season. in which the Lord season. is going to return. 
And the disciples asked Jesus that very question. The whole chapter of Matthew 24 references uh, them paying, not only knowing, but knowing what to look for, the time and the season of not only the rapture, but the second coming. Goes through the parable of the virgins, and so he references both of those things because they knew both those events would take place seven years apart. So he references Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Notice verse 18, we just left 2018, says, remember not the former things. And one of the instructions to us this year uh, for 20 was not to bring anything from 18 into 19, even the good stuff because you don't have time. So whatever you celebrated last year, that's great. You had a great time celebrating it. Leave it. You've got to have unbroken focus this year. Whatever sadness you had, do not, do not, do not, do not bring sadness, grief, and sorrow. There's going to be some things you're disappointed in. You might be disappointed in something yourself or a person, but that allows you to get over it quickly. When it's at the disappointment level, you can get over it quickly by deciding how you're going to feel instead of letting your feelings tell you how you're going to feel and navigate. Don't let it get into sadness and grief and sorrow. You've been redeemed from that if you want to be. You can't afford that. It takes your strength. Feelings are wonderful to feel by, but they're horrible horrible to live by. by. And circumstances always change. If you're in a circumstance right now, it will always change. So, listen, your past is your past. Shut the door. Keep out the devil. Shut the door. Keep the devil in the night. Come on now. Shut the door. Keep out the devil. Light the candle. Everything's all right. Light the candle. Everything's all right. Okay? So, shut the door in 2018. Don't even bring it up. Yeah. Come on, don't bring don't anything up in 2018. It. Your, your, your failures, your successes, your family members that might not be serving the Lord. Come on, shut the door. Turn them over to Jesus. Pray for them. And even if they do stuff this year, don't hang your head low. Don't hang it low. Mm-hmm. Lift your head up high. That's where your redemption comes from, when you lift your head up high. Right. Can you say amen? amen? And trust that the Lord will turn them around. He's yes. listening He's hearing your prayers. The Bible says in the book of Psalms that his mouth is ever close to your ear and your mouth is ever close to his ear. He's listening. And where, I don't know where this teaching came from. I don't know who said it, but it's a lie from the pit of hell. Your prayers do not hit the ceiling. Come on, hello somebody. You are never in a place where you feel, I just feel like my prayers are just hitting the ceiling and I'm just, not, I'm just, I'm just at this certain place. I've just hit the ceiling. In my, that is a lie from the devil to keep you down. And if it's a lie, then you're about to break through that ceiling. I'm just going to tell you right now and break over. So don't listen to the lie amen. from the enemy. Can you say amen? So verse amen. 19 in Isaiah says, I will do a new thing. So uh, 19, God's going to do new things new things, especially in more in you. You know what he's gonna, he's capable of doing. Some of you have been on the mission field. Some of you practice those things here, but look for what God's doing new in you. And so let me help you with how, how to navigate your everyday. So I went out uh, to do some errands the other day and I had purpose to us to do something in my heart that I don't normally do when I'm out. So it was just, you know, a trial day. Let's see how this goes. And so my first uh, experiment with this individual, uh, I chickened out. Okay, so the second individual I came across followed through. Got, got a lot of joy from that. I thought, let me try it again. Third time, I chickened out. So later in the afternoon, I was uh, with Pastor, and I was telling him, I said, you know, three times uh, this happened, and I succeeded once. But here's what I'm doing. Instead of riding my butt and feeling disappointed about the two times that I chickened out, I'm going to celebrate the time I succeeded because it was one more time than yesterday, which was zero. So that's how you're going to have to navigate every day. I may have been disappointed momentarily, but I'm not going to be sad, not going to have grief, and I'm not going to even think on what I think I didn't do. I'm going to focus on what I did do. Lord, thank you for grace. Now tomorrow or the next time, we're going to increase that. We're going to do better. So you're going to have to decide what you're going to focus on. If you You focus on how you feel, it's not going to work. It's like this. You know, um, there's a couple things where the body of Christ has really struggled in. One is like going soul winning and knocking on doors to share Jesus. That's a real struggle in the body of Christ. Let alone maybe even sharing our faith. Come on, let's just be honest, okay? That seems to be a real struggle. Why? Because maybe we get so busy and we're so focused on what we're doing and that we just kind of forget about that because we're just focused on something, or really we're just intimidated by people, or we're shy, or we're introverted, and we never, but here's the deal. If you just make a purpose to actually say an encouraging thing to somebody, 
Like if, if you go to Outback and, and your server brings your bill and you stop them right then and they say, you know, I just wanted to tell you that God loves you. Just that right there is major progress and it's actually planting a seed in someone's heart maybe for the next person to come along and maybe reap the harvest of the seed that you sowed because you told them, hello. Yeah, I'll, give you, I'll give you an example. You know, I'm, I'm pretty radical. I don't mind saying anything to anybody. Praise God. Amen. So when I got into that major car accident five years ago where Satan tried to kill me because I, I have a titanium rod in this, in this leg, lower part of my leg. And so I remember we were at Chipotle's, uh, right? We, we were having lunch. And, you know, when, you, when, you're on the, when you're on the verge of possibly could have been killed, it changes a whole lot of things in your life. It just really does. You know, it's not, it's not fun when you're in the passenger side of a van and somebody runs a red light at 50 miles an hour and slams into the van in the seat that you're sitting in. That's not fun when you see, the, when you see it coming. Come on, hello, somebody. Amen. And then when, the, when you get hit, the only thing you're out of your mouth is you're screaming, Jesus, you're my healer at the top of my lungs. And then you're praying in tongues at the top of your voice too, screaming at the top of, believe me, there are moments, <laughs> hello. So we were in Chipotle a few days afterwards and I, I looked for, I just felt this overwhelming burden to stand up and tell everybody that's in Chipotle that God loves them and has a wonderful plan for their life. Hello. So all of a sudden I'm sitting there and I, I told her, I said, I think I'm gonna do it. Now watch this, this is what I did. I said, let me find the manager first because I don't want nobody freaking out. Okay, because usually somebody, you know, could be in the restaurant and go, Alamakba! <laughs> so I don't, you don't want Alamakba. Okay, you don't want that. <laughs> people panicking because some guy stands up in the middle and starts yelling. Okay, that's just not, how many would agree that's just not good? Okay, so let me get permission. For, five of you agreed with that. <laughs> that is not good to stand up and shout, Alamakba. Okay, whatever they say. All right. Get permission. Yeah, yeah. So I said, let me find the manager. So I, I talked to the manager. I said, would you mind if I stood up and I just told everybody that God loves them and has a wonderful plan for their life? And she said, oh, honey, they need to hear it. Go right ahead. <laughs> I said, okay, great. Now I got to get the courage to do it. Now I got permission. Now I got to get the courage to do it. So we were over by the door so we could make a quick escape if we needed to. <laughs> so, I st- so I stand up. I said, may I have your attention, please? I said, my name is Pastor Jack. I pastor Life Family Church, and a few weeks ago, I was in a nearly fatal car accident. I just wanted to tell you that God loves you and has a wonderful plan for y'all's life. Just serve him this year. And they all went, oh, thank you, Pastor. Thank you. And it really wasn't that bad. They even said, thank you, Pastor. So if you just step out of the boat and walk in the water, you'll see that God will carry you to the other side. I'm just going to tell you right now. Start doing it this year. Just step out of the boat. Start walking on the water, especially if you're not as bold as you should be. Come on. Can you say amen? Amen. So another thing that the Lord has admonished his body is do not pay attention to the secular media. Yeah. Um, it's because it's going to make your heart fail. First of all, you're going to be highly misinformed. If that's what you're paying attention to, if that's what you think is actually a report of what's going on, pay attention to what God is doing. And you do that through the word. You do that through your pastor. You do that through the ministers in the earth that says, here's what's happening and here's where we're going, because that's not your focus even. And uh, obviously we're to pray for that. But one thing that we've been instructed to do is be expecting. So you can't go into this year going, oh, I've heard all this before and those prophecies. You know, they said it would be a a 20-something divine and that my year was horrible and you want to smash your coffee cup with the logo on it, you know, for that year. So uh, if you're going in going, we'll just wait and see. That means you're not expecting. That means you thought stuff was automatic, but we're telling you it's not automatic. It doesn't fall on you. You have to position yourself properly and do your part, but you need to be expecting. And the proof of your expecting is your mouth. That's the proof of your expectation that we can hear it coming out of your mouth. Proof of your doubt is silence. So part of last year was an acceleration of your sayings. So if your life is being moved forward by the direction of your mouth, like I said in that video, by the mouth of the pastor, then you're going to have to increase your mouth again on the word of God. One of the writers in the article, Charisma Magazine, said this, God is releasing a strong anointing to write on prophets and psalmists. 2019, a year of a higher calling. Priorities of the world will dip lower. Kingdom responsibilities will rise higher. 
Taking a step forward might look like taking a step backward for some. What does that mean? Some people are going to go back to school. They're going to go back to work. They're going to go back to church. One of the prophets said that this is a year, the beginning of people that used to be in church coming back to church. That means your friends, your lost loved ones, those that used to attend church, that love the Lord. It's almost the impression that I was getting, listen, was almost like when God is drawing and drew the Israelite people, the Jewish people, back to the nation of Israel. That's the impression I was getting. Like those people that were in, the Jewish people that were in Germany and Chile and Italy and all these foreign countries, they started, they, they said that they just felt like they needed to go back to their home country. So that was the, oh, I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost on that. Hallelujah. So our lost friends, loved ones, siblings, brothers, sisters in the, come on, hello. I feel, I feel the anointing. It's on me. I'm strong right now. There'll be that sense in those people's hearts. They're still his children. Come on now. So he's going to draw his children back to his own. Can you say amen? One of the things we saw, because we, we travel globally, we have a unique perspective. It's more of a God's eye perspective. We just have the ability to see things uh, in God's body globally more than maybe somebody would that's a little bit stationary. And around 20 years ago, no, 30 now, we saw, well, we didn't know what we were seeing, but uh, about 20 years ago, we saw that 10 years prior, the Lord had birthed into the earth a lot of baby boys into ministers' families. And we began to meet those men around the earth, lots of them, dozens. Uh, you have two sons and, and lots of ministers. I had two sons. They were all being raised in the same time period and all going to Bible school. And they were in their late 20s to early 30s right now. And so the Lord showed me that. He said, that's my end time army. In other words, I've had this end time army for a couple decades. Uh, leaders in that end time army, not the, not the whole army, uh, do, is, is being equipped for certain things because that is that is the last generation. My son is part of the last generation on the earth and he's 30. And so he's not carrying out the fullness of it. But Proverbs says the glory of young men is strength. So they are to lend their physical strength to the older ministers, the older ministers, that's us and above, lends their wisdom, their, their uh, spiritual strength to the younger generation. It's partnership. And so one's not replacing the other. Uh, so we're the Joshua generation. My son is not. This is the Joshua generation. So one thing that we saw 10 years ago, about 1999, 2000 globally, was a geographical repositioning of people, mostly ministers, moving. One of the places is we're here in Plant City. We're not from Plant City. We're not Plant City folk, okay? Square pegs and round holes. Yeah, like, for example, Lexi's from North Carolina. Yeah. Gina's from North Carolina. I'm sorry, Mississippi. Yeah, I hear that accent. They they still haven't fixed the crooked letters. No. But because Gina's from there, there's That's hope. right. They're working, so they're working on fixed. it. Yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah, right. yeah so we, we A lot that. of geographical repositioning mm. of people being sent, being stationed, just Gabe, like Puerto a, Rico. a military. Puerto Rico. <laughs> we, no one knows where Gabe is from because Pastor <laughs> says he's from somewhere different. Okay, let me Sunday. tell you where he's from. He's from Nicaragua. But are, I tease him. Um, like, yeah. His wife is from Guatemala. Praise <laughs> God. Amen. <laughs> we don't know where she's from either. Okay. So, um... That the, the repositioning physically of people had to take place, but now God is doing a repositioning of your heart and mind. He's at, in other words, he's asking you. He's not going to make you. Nothing is going to be forced on you. For you to turn your thoughts and focus back in a particular direction. Um, I noticed in John 4.46, everything in Jesus' ministry supernatural was now. Water turned into wine instantaneously. He didn't pray over the the water, and three days later, it turned into wine. Jesus had no messages and no prophecies on the future except two categories. One, the future of the Holy Ghost coming, which came 10 days after he ascended. The other future topic was his own coming. Nothing else was God's about to do. Ne- Jesus never said everything he did was now. So 2019 is like, you need to get, you're in a wheelchair. We don't need to get you out next year. <laughs> and some of you are like, well, I'm not trained. I'm not ready. There will be OJT on the job training. You'll be in Bible school and on the mission field as you're learning, preaching and teaching and doing whatever as you're learning. Trust us. You'll be okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. One of the things that the Lord spoke to me about 2019 was this. It's a year of accelerated goodness and favor for those who will be pure and holy Clarity of my voice, stronger in areas of your weakness, tighter knitting of church family, 
Many set free from demons, bondages, easy, and the joy will be manifested in a greater degree. Things will be easy, easy to do, peace like fresh rain, like a river that flows. You will know what to do when you need to do it. You will know what to say when you need to say it. Provision will be made. Strategic strategies given in 2019. Focus like a laser beam. No waste in 2019. Clear and unprecedented focus. Yeah. So these things are happening and they're beginning. And, you know, um, one of the things that Pastor Rodney, we were there uh, on New Year's Eve, and Pastor Rodney talked about if you've got to press really hard for something, it's not God. If you have to force it. You've got to force yeah. it. It's not God. So you back off from that. Easy. So the Lord said easy. So I thought, wow. So I said, you know, the Lord said easy. And Pastor Rodney said, listen, it's going to be easy this year. Things are going to click. He said it's going to click like a seatbelt in the click of your car. Things are just going to click. It's like this. If you feel like you're about to give up something because you've been dredging, feeling like you're going through the mud, I got good news. There's dry land on the other side. And I think sometimes through that mud experience that we have, it's to form character and integrity in us. Are we going to be tested about our faith? Absolutely. God tests our faith. He does not tempt us or test us with evil, but he's going to test, do you believe his word? Do you believe him? It's important. It's important. And easy does not mean no effort. So don't misunderstand. Easy comes when you've made a great effort for a long period of time and you've developed something called skill. Now it's easy. So you're going to have to pay attention to become skillful. Talent is not the same as skill. You can be birthed with some, some talents, but if talent is not developed, it doesn't become skillful. You know, one of the things that Pastor Rodney said was that the gifts of the Spirit would be so easy yes. to operate in. And not only that, you'll operate in it unconsciously. I'll give you an example. In your daily um, life. Remember, I, I talked a little bit about the gift of faith a few months ago. And I said to you that you're probably operating in the gift of faith and you don't even know you're operating in the gift of faith. How many talked about that? So let me give you an example. Every year we operate in a gift of faith because we have 80 missionaries that we got to believe God for for nine days that every one of those get on the mission field. Number two, we got to believe for all their safety. Number three, we got to believe that none of them get sick while they're on the mission field. Not only that, we got to believe that there'll be no accidents that will happen. Hello. Then we got to believe God that they get home safely and everybody gets home because they got to go back to work. Not only that, we got to believe God that everything here on the home front is going to be taken care of and nothing's going to happen for nine days. Hello. And we have, to, we have to believe God financially that everything will be t- paid for so that we don't come back and have any hiccup, hiccups. We have to believe God that the $30,000 we got to believe for the, for the crusade to come in. And we got to believe our own because it would be bad if I can't believe for my own 2350 and then not show up at the, at the crusade, the one who's supposed to preach the crusade. Praise God. Amen. So i got to believe God for that. And then we got to believe God for all of my other bills to be paid for while we're gone. For nine days. That's all inclusive. Believe me, it is the gift of faith. Some of you have been operating in the gift of faith and you don't even know it. Let me, let me give you an example. Have you ever felt like, man, things just clicking? falling into place like crazy and then all of a sudden it's like what happened like it stopped and you're like what the world what in the world just happened what am I out of faith now am I out of God's will no you were operating in a gift of faith and you didn't even know you were operating in a gift of faith I mean if you live in Florida and you go driving snow in North Carolina it's it's a gift of faith I'm, just going to, I'm, I'm telling you right now it's a gift of faith praise God I didn't I didn't know that until we lived in Oklahoma praise God amen yeah, until you're driving on I-44 from Oklahoma City to Tulsa and suddenly you hit this term called black ice underneath a bridge. Hi, what, black what? I'm black, black sand? Black ice. How many know what black ice is? How many don't know what black ice is? Okay, uh, let me tell you what black ice is. Don't be ashamed because I didn't know either. Black ice is a sheet of ice that forms underneath a bridge and you can't see it. Hello? And the, but you certainly can feel it when you hit it and you start doing 360s on an interstate, shouting at the top of your lungs, Jesus! Jesus! It was the best Batman ride you could ever have. Praise God. Amen. So what is that? That's the gift of faith in operation. It goes beyond normal faith. Okay? So when, when Pastor says, Pastor Ronnie said, you'll operate in the nine gifts of the Spirit and you won't even know you're operating in it. He said it'll be that easy. Kenneth Copeland prophesied, 
the healing will be so easy. It will be as it was the days of the 1949-59 healing revival, where it was so easy to get people healed. Hallelujah. Hold on one second. Andrew, stand up. Stretch forth your hand. Father, in the name of Jesus, I command right now the swelling to go down in his hand in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father, I thank you for the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I rebuke all the pain right now in Jesus' name. And Father, I give you praise for it. I give you glory for it right now. I command that hand to be totally healed and the swelling to go totally down right now within the next 12 hours. Father, I just get, there it is right now. There it is, there it is, there, there it is, there it is, there it is, there it is right there. In the name of the Lord Jesus That anointing comes upon you now in Jesus' name. Come on, let's lift our hands and give God glory. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory in the name of Jesus. Father God, like you did Jesus, like you did with the man with the withered hand, you told him to stand up and his hand was totally made well. Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Andrew's hand is totally made well in Jesus' name. If that finger was broken, it is mended right now in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said... Amen. All right. I read that already. Okay. Our barns will be filled with plenty and presses with new wine. Okay. Tithing. Wonderful. Make sure you tithe this year. It's important. Because God is going to increase you financially. He has to have a seed from you to get a harvest to you. Yeah. Has to have a seed from you to get a harvest to you. You can't reap what you don't sow. Mm Mm-hmm. 2019 theme, unbroken focus. It, it's going to, let me just tell you this, because mm-hmm. while we were in worship, the Lord spoke to me to tell you this. It will seem at moments early in this first quarter, because when the word of the Lord comes, Satan comes to steal immediately the word to you. It will seem as if you're stepping out in small acts of obedience, as if it's not really going to do anything. I'm not really doing anything different than I was doing. You're going to think to yourself, or I don't really know what this small act of obedience uh, will be significant enough. It's going to seem to you like that. And it's going to cause you some hesitation. Again, get your Nike t-shirt, just do it. I don't care if you can afford a Nike t-shirt, get one and get a magic marker and write on it yourself. Forget the little Nike slogan. They're not going the way they need to be going. Uh, But you need to be in the just do it. Stop thinking about it before you do it. Process it on the backside of your obedience if you feel like you need to process something. Uh, And that's what he was saying. If you're going to have things happen in your daily life, you won't be able to stop and think about it. The reason it'll happen because you didn't know about it is because you weren't worried about it. You're like, Oh, it took me three years to, to figure out I was exercising the gift of faith on the foreign mission field. And the Lord had to clue me in. He's like, the reason that the safest place is next to your body on the mission field, you don't need a bodyguard. Everybody next to you is safe. is because you're walking in a gift of faith. I was like, oh, you know, so I don't even need to know unless the Lord thinks I need to know. And the only reason I needed to know that was to tell some other people, but I didn't need to know because we're too busy doing it to wonder what to call it at that moment. So in the first quarter, you're going to step into some things, but faith needs to be your foresight. Okay. Proof of what you believed will always be hindsight. You will not see these things if you don't do faith first. Okay. Because the seeing comes after the believing. Mm-hmm. You'll everything you do, you look back and go, oh, thank God, I just did that little thing, a little adjustment, little thing that, that the pastor said, that all the prophets said. It was just little tiny things, thank God, because I, th- I thought it wasn't going to work, and it didn't look like anything was happening. But everything behind me, the rewards will all be on the backside of obedience, Amen. not in front of it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Um, every year we do... We do a sayings sheet. Ushers, so do you have those if you'll get those? We want to pass out a sayings sheet so that you can declare some yeah. of these things for 2019. And we want to encourage you, if the Lord should so speak to you about some things, write some things down. But every year we, we pass out a sayings sheet so that in your devotion time, in your prayer time, you can begin to declare in your life what God is saying. And some, some couples, you may need to share, make yourself another copy. It is in the connection, so you can click and print. And what these sayings come from every year is they come, f- we create confessions for you to say based on the prophecies that just came forth. And then I always add lines next to everything so that you can write in all of the personal things that apply to your life personally that you need to add, uh, that you want to say over um, 
yourself and your family, or you can jot down the little scripture verse next to it that you're believing for. So we do this every year, and the, the more you keep your mouth on it, the more it happens. The less you say it, the less it happens. So we recommend the more. More is better than less. You know, one of the things that Pastor Rodney talked about, too, was that this year would be a sup- the supernatural and greater manifestation. Greater yeah. And that was a kind of a theme that we were hearing from, from everyone else as well. Nine gifts of the Spirit will operate in your, your daily life. That you will be guided by the unseen, which is important. Mm-hmm. Be guided by the unseen. You'll step into a new dimension. It's financially, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Unexpected sources of supply. People will come and bless you that you would normally think, my God, that person blessed me. I never thought that person would ever do anything for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like totally unexpected. Like, wow, they did what? You know, when we were at Rama uh, many years ago, um, Marie's grandmother we were at a, a, she gave us some, what did she give us? She sent us a check for $1,000. 2000 yeah. For $2,000. Yeah, now my grandmother uh, was. Jewish. She was uh, Jewish, right? By birth, but not a practicing Jew. She didn't believe in the Lord. Mm-hmm. I think we had a chance, Melanie and I, to speak with her about her salvation uh, after the home going of my grandfather and my mother, right? And we don't know if she received Christ, but we were able to share with her how she could if she wanted to. Um, but she, she didn't believe in giving uh, her children, well, her grandchildren any money. She was my step-grandmother. And so she had not uh, provided or, or blessed us at Christmas or birthdays or anything. She was not an unkind woman, a woman I greatly admired and respect, where a lot of our work ethic came from in addition to my dad. And, but all of a sudden we went to Bible school, which we didn't even know what she would think or feel about that. We get there and we needed a lot of things. One, including a washer and dryer. I was carrying baskets of laundry. And for some reason, my family uses more laundry, I think, than the average person, two loads a day, you know, but then it was like 14 loads a week, which I'm told is, is more than the average. <laughs> and, um, so I would have to carry those baskets downstairs, our apartment and, and two to three buildings over to the laundry room and then have to have quarters. So it was very expensive to put money in the machine, not to mention this this very lengthy time-consuming process and so we didn't have a washer and dryer among many things so that was on our faith list and she sent us a check for two thousand dollars which in 1995 a is a lot of money b it was an enormous amount of money uh, for my grandmother to send us two dollars would have been a lot for her to put in a card and so it paid for that. So again, those are just unexpected, unexpected. things, things that you would never think of. Because his grandfather sent us a, a, a Christmas card letting us know we were disowned for our beliefs at Rayma. <laughs> so it was an interesting Christmas. <laughs> Everybody got a sheet, a de- decoration sheet. If you don't have one, we'll, we'll make a copy and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Share, look on, and we'll get you another one. Okay. So let's do this. Um, I'm going to read the first part, and then we're going to declare... Uh, as a body together, these things, and then we'll close the service. Praise God. All right. Mark eleven twenty three says this. Truly I tell you, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe those things which he says will take place, it will be done for him. Colossians 4, 2. Be earnest and unwearied and steadfast in prayer, being both alert and intent in your praying with thanksgiving. So let me read this little uh, italics thing, and then we'll, we'll begin to declare all these things all the way down. And you can fill in. We, we put little lines right there. If you want to fill in a little extra where the Lord speaks to you, you can add to the sayings. Okay. Um, I declare in 2019 a year of abundant harvest of souls, of impossible becoming possible, acceleration of goodness and favor for those who will walk pure and holy, selflessness, Tighter-knit church family, clarity of your voice, stronger in areas of my weakness, many set free from demons and bondages, the joy will be made manifest in a greater degree, things will click, easy, peace like a rain, a river that flows, I will know what to do when I need to do it, I will know what to say when I need to say it, provision and strategic strategies, no waste, unprecedented focus. Okay, so let's say this together on a count of three, ready? One, two, three. I, I decree, decree in 2019, the supernatural will be a greater manifestation in and through my life than ever before. Salvations of lost loved ones and the return to church of those who have strayed. The nine gifts of the Spirit will operate not just when I am in church, but in and through my life in daily occurrences. I will be guided by the unseen hand of heaven in all that I say and do. Protection and provision, two steps ahead of the enemy. Everything I do, I step into a new dimension, 
easy, no stress. Things will click as I apply the word, favor, and goodness. The key to my prosperity in 2019 will be by the word of the Lord to me in my hiding and prayer place. I will read the word and pray in a greater measure in 2019. Unexpected sources of supply. Everywhere I go, provision, the gift of faith. Another dimension beyond me. Others will be blessed through me. Assignments will be completed through me. No worry, anxiety, fret, or car, or burden, or care, honey. Just a burden for souls. Supernatural help. The nine fruit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control will operate in my life in a greater measure. I pray in tongues daily, often during the day. A river of the word and the spirit flows from my mouth. I will be a soul winner in 2019. I will hear God's voice clearly and instantly obey. Strengthen my pastor, his family, staff, and my church. I will be faithful to serve and tithe and support the church and the kingdom of God in every way. I will love and pray for the body of Christ. I will focus and have no distractions. I will complete all my assignments this year. I will ask big that my joy may be full. All right. I will keep my eyes and mouth on this daily in 2019 and it will be the best year yet. Heaven blesses all my efforts as I put my hand to God's word in my life. Can you say amen and amen? So are you expecting in 2019 of what God is going to do through your life? Come on, stand to your feet if you would, please. You've been so gracious. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If you need a new car, declare it. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your hands toward heaven, if you would, please. You're going to take us from glory unto glory, unto realm, unto realm. I'm going to pray for some of you this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Man, oh man, great expectancy of what God is going to do. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. Come on, let's just lift our hands. Let's worship him. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, you're going to know what to do. You're going to know what place you need to be in, who you're supposed to be with. It's going to be different. This year will be different. It will accelerate, though. I mean, my gosh, tomorrow is January the 7th. So it has begun. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you now. We praise you now. Come on, just lift your voice and start worshiping God. We just worship you. We love you. We bless you. We praise you. We give you praise. We give you glory. Jesus, we love you. Holy Spirit, we love you. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We give you praise, Jesus. We glorify you, Jesus. Oh, there is no God like you in all heavens and all earth. Father God, we're strengthened within our bodies. Father God, we have strength right now in Jesus' name. We are not weak, but we are strong and in the power of the Lord. Father God, we thank you that your spirit quickens our mortal bodies. We thank you, Father, that we rise up. Rise up big. We will fulfill what you've called us to do. We will do what you ask us to do. Father, we love you. We bless you. We praise you. We exalt you. We thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise be the name of the Lord. Glorify the name of the Lord. Increase your presence. Increase the joy. Increase prosperity. Increase it. Increase your voice so that we can hear it clearly. Increase, Father God. Oh, Father God, we stir up the gift on the inside of us. Greater is he that is in us. Greater one, the greater one, Jesus. You live on the inside of us. Father, we bless you. We praise you. We honor you. We exalt you. Glorify your name. We glorify your name. Come on, lift your voice. Start praising him. Right, we praise you, Father, for what you're going to do in our lives. We praise you, Father, for what you're going to do. We thank you for what you're going to do. It's an exciting year. And Satan, you are bound in Jesus' name. You're bound in all your demons. You're under our feet in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed will prosper. Weapons may form, but they will not prosper. Oh, hallelujah. Easy, a year of easy. Your yoke is easy. Your burden is light. 
Father, we thank you right now. We bless you right now. We praise you right now. We exalt you right now. Increase, 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 increase. Oh, you're making a way where there seems to be no way. You're making all the crooked paths straight. Oh, hallelujah. Your glory be made manifest. Your presence in this place, in this place, in this place. Father, I thank you for times of refreshing that shall come from your presence. That comes from the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for an increase of the supernatural. Thank you right now. Oh, hallelujah, right now. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. We bless you. We praise you. We exalt you. We glorify you. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. There will be wave upon wave of your glory. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 We praise you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We exalt you, Lord. We give you praise, Lord. We glorify you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Oh, bringing forth the change. Meeting all the needs, wants, and desires. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Woo. Woo. Glorify. Glorify your name. We glorify your name. We glorify your name. We glorify you. Yeah. An impartation. Yes. Yes, impartations from heaven. Impartations in the word. Reading the word. Revelations. Increase revelation. Increase. Increase. Oh, hallelujah. Healing and miracles and signs and wonders. Miracles and healing and signs and wonders. Oh, glory. Glory, 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 glory to God in heaven, 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 hallelujah. Thank you for joining us this week. It's our honor to serve you and be part of your walk with Christ. Don't forget to check out our website at lifefamilychurch.net. Have a blessed week and remember, the best is yet to come.